1: Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is off this week. A 1st of its kind task force looking into reparations for black residents in California has been tasked with researching how leaders can work to try and atone for centuries of slavery and systemic racism since 2021. And that task force has come up with a list of over 100 suggestions. And among those
0: suggestions is payments for all eligible black residents in California. However, that's just one of many systemic changes they are proposing. For more on this, we are joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Camila Moore, Repertory Justice Scholar and Attorney, as well as the Chair of the Reparations Task Force. Camila, thank you so much for your time.
2: Thanks for having me. So
0: first of all, what number did the task force come to? I know there are a lot of aspects to this uh, investigation, if you want to call it that. Um, But what number did the task force come to and how did it come to that number?
2: Well, technically, the task force did not arrive at any number. Uh, What the task force did do is uh, we hired a team of five economists and public policy experts. Um, to develop a methodology, a framework to calculate potential compensation uh, for, you know, descendants of slaves um, across five different harm areas, unjust property taking, housing segregation, mass incarceration and over-policing, uh, health harms and devaluation of black businesses. Um, and the experts that we hired Um, essentially essentially, um, gathered data and evidence to support claims of state responsibility uh, for those five areas and any numbers that you might be that you might see floating around um, there aren't you know formal recommendations coming out of the task force in terms of you know California owes this or X amount Uh, for example let's just say um, you know people are seeing or hearing 800 billion dollars in terms of um, the total calculations that the, 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 that the experts that we hired came up with. What that represents is not the state saying, oh, or the tax force saying, oh, well, we think that the state should owe $800 billion. What that represents is the pure loss, the economic loss of the African-American community that we were able to just calculate in the short time that we had. Um, and so therefore, what's next then? The state legislature must read our final report, which will be coming out June 29th, read Chapter 17, which uh, that economic methodology lies within, and then it's up to the state legislature to actually prescribe the amount um, based on you know, the endorsement of the methodology. So it could be an amount lesser, higher, or equal to, again, the numbers that we came up with, which is purely uh, represents the loss of the black community over time in those particular areas.
1: Yeah, you you know, you talked about the numbers that leaked out, and and one of those numbers was 1.2 million per eligible person. Um, So you say there are no specific numbers attached to this. Why didn't you come up with specific numbers? Why not go there?
2: Well, because in part, the state task force actually wasn't mandated to come up with an exact number. So... Just to be clear, and juxtaposing it to, let's say, San Francisco, which has its own city initiative, uh, they didn't. And this is not me disparaging San Francisco in any way. You know, every entity or uh, initiative is going to approach things differently. But for instance, they didn't hire a team of economists. You know, they just picked five million dollars. For instance, they stated that you know that five million dollars should you know uh, be in a one-time lump sum payment juxtaposing that to the state task force we hired a team of economists again to um, calculate the losses um, in terms of housing segregation the, the loss of home ownership value for instance right um, unjust property takings um, taking it into account the differentials of you know land what, what how what, what it was valued then versus now um, once it was taken Uh, For example, um, and then we're also recommending in Chapter 17, um, if and when the state does meet out reparations in the form of cash payments, not we're not advocating for lump sum payments like San Francisco, for instance. But we've advocated for installments and we look to international examples um, in terms of setting precedent for installments.
0: This has, this has been a journey uh, for you. I mean, you guys have been at it for two years. You have your final meeting coming up. And before we get back to the next steps, as chair of the reparations task force, how has the experience been personally for you?
2: Oh, well, we can't tell. It's been a whirlwind of emotions. Um, it's been a very cathartic experience, you know, hearing people with their lived experiences, calling into public comment, coming in person, sharing their testimonies. Um, and it's been very, um, you know, fact and work intensive as well. We had a year long study period where we were um, inviting hundreds of expert and personal witnesses to speak to the different harms of the African-American community in California from statehood to present. So, you no, know, it's it's been an honor and a privilege, but it's been one of the hardest kind of um, you know, initiatives that I've been a part of. But I'm grateful for the experience
1: you know, when you look at the news coverage of of what has occurred thus far, it focuses on the numbers, right? What are the numbers going to be? Where do they come from? Mm -hmm. But you also recommend programs to address the harms of slavery. Could you address that for a moment?
2: Sure. So under international law, reparations comes in five forms. So compensation or cash is one aspect of reparations under international law. But there are other forms of reparations as well under international law, like restitution, rehabilitation, uh, satisfaction, um, and guarantees of non-repetition. So just to give a, a brief example of some other recommendations in the areas of housing, uh, we have recommended, you know, ob- obviously, generally increase of affordable housing. Uh, Providing restitution for racially motivated uh, land takings, uh, providing direct financial assistance to increase home ownership among African-Americans through, you know, shared appreciation loans and subsidized down payments and mortgages and homeowners insurance. Um, We've also, you know, uh, recommended a formal apology on behalf of the state uh, for its role, its unique role in supporting slavery and um, its after life. And there's various other recommendations in the in the areas of um, education, employment, um, racial terror, um, health care. Um, as you noted at the beginning of the call, we have over you know, 100 pages of policy recommendations in addition to the cash component.
0: You are approaching the last meeting. What happens from there?
2: So uh, the last meeting is June 29th, Thursday in Sacramento, uh, where we will formally the task force uh, submit our final report to the state legislature and dignitaries in attendance. Uh, we will also have some space uh, for folks to hear again for one last time, the you know, reflections from task force members and certain key African-Americans who, can, who will be sharing their lived experience just to continue to humanize uh, this issue. Even further, and then from there, it's going to be up to the state legislature uh, to read our report with an open heart and mind, study it in good faith, meaningfully consult us um, and the community, and then you know actually turn our proposals into legislation. And then it will be up to Governor Newsom, um, you know, to sign any legislation into law.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We appreciate it. Our guest has been Camila Moore, repertory justice scholar and attorney, as well as the chair of the reparations task force in California. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs
0: are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives live and always available on demand
1: stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app